Well, hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, we are in, I don't know what week on this series called uh, uh, Feeding the Fire of Your Faith. Um, last week we talked about uh, intentional Bible consumption, not just Bible reading, but consuming our Bible because it is um, nourishment for our spirit. Um, and this week, uh, we're in our third week, that's how many weeks we are, we're in our third week. This week we are talking about prayer. Uh, before I jump into the content, we should pray, right? Since we're talking about prayer, we're going to pray and uh, we'll get right to it. Um, I think there's a lot to talk about, um, so hopefully it doesn't go too long. Um, so let's pray and we'll we'll jump into the content. God, Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus, thank you for blessing us with this time, blessing us with... Uh, your love and your mercy, your grace, God. Um, I just don't deserve it. Um, and you love me. And because of Jesus, um, I get to experience and receive your grace and your mercy. So thank you, God, for loving us so much that um, that you send Jesus for us. Um, I pray that you would bless this time, open our ears, open our minds, open our hearts and our spirits, God, and let us be thirsty and hungry for you, ready to hear what you have to say to us. Um, and uh, I pray that you would just move in us, like always change us, God. Don't let us be uh, the same at the end of this time, um, but uh, just take the opportunity. Um, I'm giving you my life. Um, uh, Holy Spirit, come and change me. Come and change us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so we're talking about prayer today. Um, and prayer is one of those things that uh, seems to be a staple um uh, thing that you should do as a Christian, right? Um, reading your Bible, praying, it's like, you know, two of the most important things in our faith. Um, uh, for me, it has never been one of the things that I felt like I was ever good at. Um, I didn't always feel like I knew how to pray or what to pray or how to pray. Um, I've never really felt very good at it, but it's always been something that I've wanted to do really, really well. You know, you read about, um, you know, kind of heroes of the faith and how often they prayed and what they did and everything like that. And I'm like, man, I'm, that's not me. Like, I don't do that kind of stuff. Um, but it is something that I strive to get better at. I study on uh, fairly regularly, um, as I was going through this, uh, preparing for this podcast, I did a lot of reading. Um, I'll probably include some, uh, links and stuff from gotquestions.org that I referenced in, in preparing for this, um, because it's something that I want to do better. Um, I want to be able to, um, hear God's voice better. Um, and, uh, I just, in general, I want to pray better. I want to be better at praying. Um, Especially as often as we see people praying, specifically Jesus, um, it's obviously an important part of our faith. So we should do it well. Um, uh, but uh, I think, uh, at least for me, uh, but I would say probably for most people, our prayer life is probably limited. Um, I think it's typically brief, and uh, it's probably uh, limited to more like wishful requests. Like, God, I really wish this would happen, or I really would like this, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Paul talks about prayer um, <clears throat> in, 
well, a bunch of places, but specifically First Thessalonians um, chapter 5, verse 16. And I'm sure you've heard this because it seems to be the most impossible thing to do, but I'm going to read it anyway. First uh, Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, which is another impossible thing, not the impossible thing that I'm talking about. Uh, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Um, rejoice always. <laughs> always seems like a very impossible task. But pray without ceasing seems to be an even more impossible task. How are you supposed to never stop praying? Um, but I would argue, um, and again, I would never feel like I'm very good at this, but I would argue that um, with everything that we need to be praying for, um, how can we not pray without ceasing? Like there's so much to pray for that it seems like we should always be praying, never stop praying. Um, but before we get into to all that, um, let's talk about a few things. Um, before we can really get into prayer, I think we need to answer a couple questions. Um, and uh, I'm going to start with this question. Um, and more of a statement, I guess. But uh, like, what is prayer? But specifically, what prayer is not, okay? Um, I think sometimes we have to define what things aren't before we can understand what they actually are. So, prayer is not, and I think we get to a lot of these things, um, it is not bargaining with God, right? It's not bargaining God. God, if you do this for me, then I'll do this. Um, if you just do this for me, if you, if you let me win the lottery, I'll give so much money to charity and, and da, 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 da. Um, if you will, um, heal my, heal my, my son, then, you know, I will devote my life to, to you and, and do all these things. It's, it's always an, like, you know, a one, one for one thing. It's just, prayer is not bargaining with God. Um, it's not making wishes. God's not a genie. Um, we don't rub the Bible and get three magical wishes. Um, uh, it's not just asking for things either. Um, I think we treat it like that. Um, like prayer, we only enter into prayer when we um, need something or we want to bless our meal or something like that. Um, speaking of blessing our meals, it's not something we recite. Um, I think a lot of our prayers... Uh, we feel like um, we feel like we're praying when we're saying specific words at specific times for specific reasons, and sometimes that is prayer. But I think a lot of times we treat just uh, treat those those things that we those phrases that we recite or those prayers that we recite like the Lord's prayer. Um, uh, like they are prayer. Um, and it's not necessarily the case. Um, so those are some things that prayer is not. There's a lot more things that prayer isn't. Uh, but just for the sake of the, the time of this podcast, I want to keep moving. Uh, other question is, what is the purpose of prayer? So if we know kind of what prayer is or what prayer is not, what is the purpose of praying? There are a lot of reasons that we pray. Um, but number one, uh, I think, is to praise God. You know, he is holy um, uh, and he is righteous and he is worthy and he is, um, you know, I mean, he's the, the creator of the universe. He is worthy of our utmost praise. Um, one of the things that triggers me to pray um, to, to give God glory is being out in nature. I was talking to, uh, I think it was Andy Blakemore just the other night about this, um, that nature just 
triggers something in me, um, like deep in my spirit that just puts me in awe of God, how big he is, how mighty he is, how amazing he is. Um, and I will often pray prayers of like, God, this is, this is so cool. Only you could do this, God. Only you could do this. Um, only you could make the sky this beautiful. Only you could think of me when you were uh, painting the sky. Only you, God. Praise you, God. Um, those are prayers of, of praise, of worship. Um, second purpose of prayer is to humble ourselves before him, right? We need him. We need him. And um, part of what prayer does is it says, God, I can't do this on my own. I need you. I depend on you for everything that I need. Um, anxiety has really, really helped put me in this place um, many, many times because um, it often seems out of my control and it often is out of my control, um, but it always takes me to my knees. It always takes me back to the word um, where I'm just saying, God, I absolutely need you. Um, so it's um, the purpose of prayers, uh, number two, to humble ourselves before him. Number three, to align our hearts with his will. To align our hearts with his will, not our will, but his will. Um, Chris says this all the time. Um, God, I want what you want more than I want what I want. Um we need to pray for God's will. We need to desire God's will. Uh, when Jesus says, you know, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me, he was basically saying, hey, forget about what you want. Come on, this is what I want, and this is what I want for you. Um, so it, it aligns our hearts with God's will. And then the fourth purpose is to simply ask him to move on our behalf or on the behalf of others. I think this is typically where we land when we pray. When we pray, it's typically, God, I need this, or I need you to do this for so-and-so. Um, kind of like what I talked about earlier. I need you to heal my son. You know, my son's sick. Please heal his body. Please make him feel better, um, etc. Or, you know, God, uh, help me with my final. Don't let me forget uh, information that I need to pass this. I need to get a good grade. Help me do this. Um, uh, move on my behalf or move on the behalf of others. So there's a few purposes there. Um, now with that, you know, what prayer is, what prayer is not. Um, the question comes up is, is how do we pray? <laughs> how do we pray? I haven't really even talked about that, I guess. Um, but I think, uh, one of the things that we often misunderstand is the Lord's prayer. It's something that we have culturally just recited. Um, I'm sure if I said, hey, can you say the Lord's Prayer? You could probably go through it. You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread as we forgive those, or forgive us our debts as we forgive those, um, we forgive those who sinned against us. Lead us not into tempt to temptation, but deliver us from the evil. And there always, I don't know, some that I learned this one as a kid at the end of it, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, that prayer. Now, Jesus said, this is how to pray. But what we misunderstand is that he was giving an example on, on how to pray, like a, a pattern to follow, not words to recite. Um, and I'm going to read uh, uh, the Lord's Prayer. I'll tell you what, let me read it real quick. And then we're going to get into um, what, uh, what I found that really, really defines how to use the Lord's Prayer as an example from gotquestions.org. I'm just going to read the paragraph that they say, but 
the Lord's Prayer you can find in Matthew chapter 6, and it's verses 9 through 13. And uh, I'll slow it down this time instead of just rambling through it. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now, hallowed, um, it's one of those words that we know but don't really know what it means. Um, It simply means like sacred or holy. Um, So, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Some translations say deliver us from the evil one. So this is an example. Jesus says, you know, here, pray then like this. He goes he goes through it. Um, and actually, let me read a little bit before. Um, he gives some some more instructions in chapter 6, verses, let's say here, 5 through five through 8. It says, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. Okay, so don't do this. They love to stand and pray in the synagogues or in the public streets, right, and uh, in the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Okay, we don't need to be using prayer as bragging rights of how holy we are. Um, truly I say to you, they have received their reward, but when you pray, here's some more, uh, instructions. When you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. Okay. Um, prayer should be a very personal thing. It's not something to be showy with. Now he's not condemning public prayer, you know, like we would pray at church or, uh, in small groups or anything like that. Um, but he's talking about the intentions and the motivations behind it. When you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Now, this is super relevant for what he's about to to go through the Lord's Prayer. Um, You know, don't heap up empty phrases. When we recite things without really having the heart behind them, what they are is empty phrases. Um, uh, Even sometimes I think we can probably say in Jesus' name without the heart behind it without understanding that when we say that, what we're doing is we're telling God we are coming in the name of Jesus, um, uh, and he's the one that allows me to pray to you, God. Um, so, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for the many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask him. Pray then like this. Then it goes through the Lord's Prayer. And then this is what the um, what gotquestions.org talks about the Lord's Prayer. Um, it says, the Lord's Prayer should be understood as an example, a pattern of how to pray. It gives us the quote-unquote ingredients that should go into prayer. Here's how it breaks down. Number one, our Father in heaven is teaching us, this phrase is teaching us whom to address our prayers to, the Father or God. Um, you know, he's not saying don't pray to Jesus and don't pray to the Holy Spirit. Um but understand that we are praying to God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, who we are not praying to. We're not praying to Mary. We're not praying to saints. We're not praying to Pap. You know, we're not praying to any of our family members that we think are in heaven. No, our prayers are only addressed to God, only to God. Hallowed be your name. Uh, it's telling us. It's telling us to worship God and to praise Him for who He is. The phrase, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's a reminder to us that we are to pray for God's plan in our lives, right? Remember, we're talking about uh, praying for God's will, God's plan in our lives and the world, not our own plan. We are to pray for God's will to be done, not for our desires to be done. 
we are encouraged to ask God for the things we need in the phrase, give us today our daily bread. Now, you know, some of you don't even eat bread. Um, uh, some of us eat bread far too often. He's not talking about actually bread. He's just talking about our literal needs. Um, give us this day our daily bread. And the next phrase, give us, uh, I'm sorry, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And this reminds us to confess our sins to God, for sure, confess our sins to God and to turn from them, but also to forgive others because God has forgiven us. Then the conclusion of the Lord's Prayer is uh, this phrase, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And this is a plea for help in achieving victory over sin and a request for protection from the attacks of the devil. So that's the Lord's Prayer. That's the breakdown. Um, uh, I used to have, in one of my old Bibles, I used to have a thing in the front that literally had something very similar to this. It said the Lord's Prayer, and it broke down each section and how to pray through it. Um, uh, and it was a really, really good study uh, and a really good resource for me. I need to make another one and you know, tape it back into my Bible. Um but if this isn't something that we're supposed to be reciting, unless we can recite it with a sincere heart every time we, we do it. Don't let it be, like Jesus says here, um, empty words, um, empty phrases as the Gentiles do. Um, so we can use this. How do we pray? We use this as uh, kind of like a rails to run on, just a guide Um but then there's other things we can do. Um, one of the things that Jesus did all the time is he went out and got alone, solitude. Um, you know, it even says here, Matthew, Matthew 7, uh, uh, let's see here. When you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. Go get by yourself. Go get by yourself so you're not distracted by other people, by things that are going on around you. Go find a place of solitude and spend time praying to God. Go spend time. Get alone. Um, take notes on what you want to pray for so that you don't get distracted. Um, these prayer cards um, that have your names on them, um, they help keep me uh, kind of focused on what I'm praying for. Um, and I got a lot of names here. It's not even just uh, everybody on the team. There's more stuff on there as well. Um, one of the things that I uh, just started doing again recently um, is journaling. Uh, Barry Bullman, who's my mentor and has been for years, encouraged me to start journaling uh, my prayers and stuff. And it's been, um, it feels like I can actually focus more on, on my prayers. Um, and uh, I'm hoping it's a habit that I can continue to do. But take notes on what you want to pray so you don't get distracted, but also so you can go back and see what you're going through, how God moved, uh, answered prayers and everything. It's actually a really, really cool thing to be able to do, to go back and say like, oh man, I remember going through that. And I remember what God did in that time. You know, at that time I couldn't see what he was doing and I was really discouraged. But after everything happened, I can go back and see it's like, man, God was working through that time. I didn't even know it. That's something to hold on to. That's hope for sure. So take notes on what you want to pray for and journal if you can. Um, set an alarm if you if you need to. Um, sometimes uh, it just sometimes we 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 suck at making habits um, and alarms on our phones or whenever um, when we can think through a time that is good to take solitude and take moments to be quiet and to pray to God. Um, they they're good to to help keep you 
kind of on the track of prayer, um, but they will also help you create habits. Um, and then pray just anytime you think you have a quiet moment by yourself. Uh, I pray a lot when I'm driving. A lot of people pray a lot when they're driving because um, it's just it's quiet, especially if you're all by yourself. Um, and uh, we can typically pray and drive at the same time. Um, if you can't, please don't wreck and don't do that, um, but just <laughs> find some time alone. Um, and then, you know, just just pray, guys. Pray without ceasing. There's so much stuff to be praying for um, that I really think it would be um, that I think it's it's a lot simpler than we think it is. It's not as difficult as we think it is. Um, uh, pray for God's will for your life um, in many aspects of your life, right? Um, pray for discernment as you read the Word. Um, every single day when I read my Bible, the first thing I pray is for God to show me Himself, uh, to show me His character, to show me um, what He wants to tell me through the power of His Holy Spirit. Um uh, so yeah, pray for God's will for yourself. Pray for your family. Um, if you're married, please be praying for your spouse. Uh, be, playing, be praying with your spouse. Um, pray for your kids. Pray for your mom and your dad, um, uh, your cousins. Pray for your family. Pray for um, uh, other believers, you know, our church and the leaders in our church um, and people in your small group. Pray for our country. Goodness gracious, pray for our country, the leaders of our country, um, the people in our country. It seems like just insanity is the uh, the thing that's running rampant in our, in our country. Um, the list goes on, guys. There's so many things to be praying for. So, you know, when Paul says pray without ceasing and it seems insane and absolutely unattainable, um, I would argue that it's probably the the easiest thing that we can do is to pray without ceasing. And I'm saying that as a person that, that doesn't feel like I'm very good at praying. Um, so that's what I want to encourage you with. That's a, another log on the fire of our faith, right? We started with surrender. We always go back to surrender. The next one was reading our Bible. This week is prayer. Okay, we got three logs on the fire that we want to keep adding to so that our faith keeps growing. Um, so learn to pray, study to pray, um, study on praying, and make it a regular habitual part of your life. I'm going to play some music. I want to give you the opportunity to pray right now. Um, pick something that I just said. Um, make sure, you, you know, we're not bargaining with God or making wishes or just asking for things and reciting certain prayers. But uh, take a moment with a sincere heart um, and cry out to God. Give Him worship. Give Him worship. Ask Him for His will, for wisdom, um, and, and listen to the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Oh, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, you are, you are in heaven. You are far above us, um, outside of time, outside of the things that we can see and understand. So praise you, God, and worship you, Lord. Lord, speak to us right now. Your Holy Spirit revealing things in our hearts and our minds, God bringing words and ideas um, and, uh, to our spirit and just moving us, God. Um, as we pray, uh, let this time be um, just the most real prayer time we've ever had. Come and move, God. Come and move, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and close in prayer, and then uh, we'll see you next week. Let's pray. Lord, thank you again for this time. Thank you for the opportunity and the ability to lift our request to you, to converse with you, God. May you be glorified in our lives um, and uh, just come uh, draw us near to you. Uh, keep pulling us back, God. Keep poking our hearts to, to, to pray to you, to have these moments with you, alone with you, God, um, and change us. Holy Spirit, just change us. Let us be more like Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Thank you for it. Amen.